Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. What democratic eloquence! You asked the question, sir. Let me answer it. The genius of the Constitution is that it can always be changed. The genius of the Constitution is that it makes no permanent rule other than its faith in the wisdom of ordinary people to govern themselves. Faith in the wisdom of the people is exactly what makes the Constitution incomplete and crude. Crude? No, sir. Our founding parents were pompous middle-aged white farmers, but they were also great men. Because they knew one thing that all great men should know, that they didn't know everything. They knew they were going to make mistakes, but they made sure to leave a way to correct them. They didn't think of themselves as leaders. They wanted a government of citizens, not royalty. A government of listeners, not lecturers. A government that could change, not stand still. The president isn't an elected king, no matter how many bombs he can drop because the crude constitution doesn't trust him. He's a servant of the people. He's a bum, okay, Mr. Pitcannon? He's just a bum. And the only bliss that he's searching for is freedom and justice. gentlemen boys and girls thank you for entertaining us again at your flight pattern for fire talk radio on the on your left we've already taken off is a bunch of thunderclouds and to your right is nothing but joy we're just gonna hope that the pilot can uh figure out which side of the sky he wants to be on 
So, please, keep your tray, trays, tray tables up, lean back, and enjoy this flight again. Have a good time. I can only count to four. I can only count to four. I can only count to four. I can only count to Hey, welcome back uh, to Fire Talk Radio. This is flight number 18. And Brian, I don't remember how we got into flying with this podcast. It's all about Andy. That, that's an Andy oh. thing. Andy <sighs> Andy came up with that idea and it kind of just stuck. <laughs> God rest just his seemed, soul. I know, I know. Andy, we want you back because, uh, you know, you were a great pilot for us. It was, it was a great balance. It definitely was a great balance. So, but, but um, hopefully he'll be back for some guest spots. Uh, unfortunately, he can't make it with us uh, every week or every time we record. Uh, just to let you guys know, we are live on YouTube. Uh, we also put up uh, our episodes on Rumble.com for when YouTube kicks us off because they will. I, I know they will. It'll happen eventually. eventually. Uh, but um, you can go onto YouTube, uh, watch us live, and when we go live, uh, you can chat with us on YouTube. Uh, so, um, and then how else can they get a hold of us? Oh, they can actually just go to our website, firetalkradio.com. Um, you check out our page, our contacts there. Um, how to listen to us is there. Also, the link to our uh, Riverside page is how we record. Um, so you can actually join in as an audience member on our show if you wanted to. Um, our email address is firetalknetwork at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook page, which is Fire Talk Radio. Um, Twitter, Fire Talk Radio. Um, yep. And so, our phone uh, number is 814-380-9820. You'd think eventually I'll memorize that number. Um, it'll take a... <laughs> it, I think when I did the Creeper cast, it took me probably about a year before I had it all memorized. And then I could ramble it off at will, but until oh, yeah. then. Um, so while I uh, get the link to our uh, YouTube up on the Facebook right now so that people can find us... Um, what what's uh some of the things that we're gonna talk about? What are we what what's the first thing that we need right now? Oh so so we we got a we got something going on. We we got a really slam pack. So it's we got our ups and we got our downs. Mainly pol- political wise, we're gonna talk about the town hall from Thursday. Um Yeah. <laughs> that, that was such a, a weird oh my god, how weird was that? I, I really I mean, wanted to be the butthead to his Beavis. I really did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't do the Beavis laugh or the butthead laugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, um, I like Beavis on my bungalow. Jeff, if you're listening, uh, 
it was uh always great when we did the creeper cast because uh that would be probably most of our emails was jeff asking if he looked like butthead because when he laughed he had the butthead laugh <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about michael myers and uh that he's a yes. homosexual or uh no this no, is no he doesn't like gays he doesn't he, like the gays yeah, yeah, he's homophobic. Uh, I'll have a lot to talk about that because, don't forget, I studied Michael Myers in college. Did you I see the new Halloween extensive... I haven't. No, my nephew did. Uh, he actually I, I really enjoyed it. it. It's actually, it's, it's, it surprised me more than I, than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about how porn should be on television and when it should be on television. <laughs> Um. Uh, speaking since Biden went to go see the Pope today, we're going to talk about how people want exorcisms now for COVID. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about an issue in Colorado where they're now taping masks to kids' faces. Oh, a bitch would be dead if she taped anything to my son. Oh, I... There, there's been some weird cases where so, teachers have been overstepping on that weird things this last week because it's not just that then you have what is it in georgia where they had the lap dance last week and then no, i didn't know about that one what oh i'll have to i'll have to bring that one up and uh there was a lap dance where the students at like a pep assembly were giving lap dances to the teachers and then in florida in broward county Teachers took elementary school students to a gay bar to teach them about, uh, um, I don't know. It was a field trip to a gay bar. I don't, I don't know how that's, I don't know how parents signed like, off for a field trip to a gay bar. I, I, I don't know. Um, well, okay. I, I feel going off there, on was a, some, weird... there was a lot of uh, misdirection in telling where the kids were going on a field trip to. So. It's it's a I, I'm going off speculation because I didn't read this in an actual uh, news report. I read this, I think, from uh, Facebook or Twitter uh, where they the school gave like would send out like at the beginning of the school year, a massive uh, like parental Pile form. Papers. Well, yeah, but they'd send they'd send like a. Uh, um, a list of like all of the uh, field trips the kids are going on and the parents can sign it once. And that's their permission slip for all the field trips for the year. Oh, so they snuck it in. Oh, that's just fucked up. Um, so don't quote me on that because I, like I said, I think I, I, I think I saw it in uh, a Facebook comment or a Twitter comment that said how they yeah. did it. Cause someone asked that, but if anybody, we'll, we'll get if anybody knows it's watching this and you know anything about that, gotta let us know. Gotta update those that's that's something right um there was there's a there's a um another thing is the giant carbon fan uh, i don't know how much you... <laughs> i don't know much about it but i've heard of it before so it's they're testing it in iceland well because iceland is one of those landforms that's like perfect for stuff like this um from the theory and the 
in the technology of it that that is uh highly impressive that would because that they're taking the co2 out of the air putting it in the ground or yeah, space oh they're forcing it in the ground it's not like yeah. a scrubber they're pushing okay. it they're okay. actually pushing it a few layers down so it it has time to it it brings up old life something like that i'll we'll okay. look at it again um um my concern with something like that is again we're trying to use science to play god and the unintended consequences of trying to control nature um now here's the thing when it comes to global warming or climate change or whatever the hell the left wants to call it this week uh humans are very adaptable case in point no we're not adaptable at all. Case in point, people are actually <laughs> adapting and getting Stockholm syndrome when it comes to COVID. Okay. That's how adaptable we are. Well, the same thing holds true when it comes to climate change. We just had a hurricane hit New Orleans that was worse than Hurricane Katrina. Stronger than yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Almost nothing happened. You know why? We learned from Hurricane Katrina. We built the levees better. We redesigned things. That's what is going to happen with climate change. As the climate changes, we adapt, we rebuild, we either move away from the uh, the shores and move inland, or you build levees, you build things better so that uh, its its impact isn't as bad. Don't forget, with climate change also, or global warming, there's been less deaths due to uh, the cold than in the past. So people don't die as generally people don't die as much from heat as they do from cold. So if you keep the, so if it doesn't get as cold, it makes uh, it, it actually helps the human race and helps survivability on top of that. I mean, so, I mean, the theory is, is that, you know, when it comes to heat, you have to be in extreme heat for days, weeks, months on end to succumb to it. For cold, it takes one night. You could be, you can be in the northern climate and lose power for one night and you can die of uh, hypothermia. Hypothermia. Yeah. Uh, So there's that. And then on top of that. Global warming actually helps feed people because there's more CO2 in the air. More CO2 means bigger crops. More heat means more sun. All of that, yeah, some places might get droughts, but other places are actually getting a lot of rain. Up here in uh, the Midwest, in the northern Midwest, we got a ton of rain these last few years. The Great Lakes are higher than they were 15, 20 years ago. Back when I was in high school... And I, I grew up, uh, uh, used to duck hunt on uh, Lake Huron. It, you couldn't find water. You had to walk out so far. The water is, level has risen probably about two or three feet. And because of that, uh, you don't have to go out as far to find water. That means more fish. That means more ducks. That means more wildlife. There's All people are talking about is how bad global warming is, but not the good that it is true so we'll get more into that 
I, I snuck this one on. You know Biden added two new people to the FCC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two very you know what they're trying to very leftist <laughs> um net neutrality. Net neutrality, yep. So this actually happened when we were both starting podcasting. How FCC then doesn't like it because they can't control it. Neutrality started coming in, and then they started pushing. You remember SOPA and the yep. Stop Anti Privacy Act, where it gave the FCC power over things like us. Oh, this doesn't work for us. Go by. That that is scary, right now. The if they're is, pushing to have this return net neutrality, they make it sound like it's great because, uh, you know, it basically a lot of what net neutrality is, is they want people, they want companies to pay for access to you. They claim it's so that our website, fire talk radio doesn't have to compete against another company that had like Netflix that has millions of dollars and people are downloading yeah. Netflix. So uh, the ISPs, the internet service providers slow down our. Yeah. It didn't happen. It's not happening. No. It is a cure in search of a problem. And on top of that, internet is getting faster Every year, internet's getting faster. I just got oh, a new, yeah. another thing from Charter that they're uh, raising my ba- uh, my uh, bandwidth. Nice. So every year, uh, internet's getting faster. It's because the net neutrality didn't really go through. It did, but it didn't. And then you have uh, Trump that came in and put the kibosh to it. <laughs> um, that we have Netflix in Hulu and HBO Max and Disney and yeah. uh, Disney Plus and Paramount and Sling C- CW and I'm trying to think of all the different big companies that used to be terrestrial television and are now internet television. Yeah. That's because their net neutrality didn't go through Therefore, they're able to regain their audience that they lost because people said, why am I paying for cable when I'm watching two channels or Mm -hmm. I'm watching five shows and I'm getting basically bombarded with stuff I don't want? (laughs) Um, Family in the back. She asked me for help. Oh. Um, I'll take a, we'll take a quick break and then I will be back in about 10 minutes. I know this usually doesn't happen. Unfortunately, life is the way it is. Um, give me about 10 minutes and I will return. Jason, you can keep up if you want to go over the GE, the Baldwin, and hopefully the town. No, no, I want to talk about that. So We'll, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll uh, pause the cameras. Uh, the feed will still run, and uh, we'll be back. So we're back. Uh, so first thing to jump into uh, now that we're back is uh, let's talk about the, the Biden town hall. 
Oh, that was such a fucking fiasco, I swear. <laughs> I've never off. seen CNN kiss so much ass. But they fact they actually fact checked it. Honestly. Which was I, I thought was amazing. I don't know. I, I I didn't watch I don't watch CNN to know about fact checking, but I do know I saw the town hall and there were some things that well, Biden said check, that yeah. yeah. That uh it's it's quite scary. I mean, here's him talking about the filibuster. Now, we've known those of us that didn't vote for him know that he wants to get rid of the filibuster even though he's used it many many times himself. Yeah. But now that he's in control, see, liberals have this this idea that we're in control. We're always going to be in control and we have to do everything we can. So that so they do things like. uh, What was it in 2012? I think it was when they removed the filibuster for um, judicial appointments. Yeah. And. Because they wanted to push through. Uh, judicial appointments for uh, Obama. Well, what happened? Trump comes into office and now they're all pissy because he's pushing through and he can get through uh, um, uh, what's her name at the end without a filibuster because Amy they Coney nixed Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Thank you. Because they nixed the filibuster. They did that to themselves. They, they did that. So because they can't look Obama past their damn the nose. When Obama had the opportunity at the end to appoint somebody and he chose not to, that was Obama's choice. That was not him saying him he said, Oh, I believe the next president should have this opportunity. There is nothing in writing that says that is what he has to do. No. Obama made and, the choice. Trump, when he 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 got his first appointee in, then the other one came up right near the end. He was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to fucking appoint my person because it's well, in my. OK, so like I said, uh, so Mayor Garland was uh, appointed by Obama and he was in a Republican going up against a Republican led Senate for. And how? Uh, and how, yeah, were we? Did we have the house? Yeah, we did. Boehner was there at the time. So, but he was going up against Republican-led Senate. They were not going to appoint him. They weren't going to appoint anybody that Obama picks. He could have picked uh, one person after another after another, and it could have made it out of commission. They were still not going to appoint him. So the whole thing. Uh, that, you know, oh, we have to wait till the next president and all this stuff. Yeah, they use them excuses, but you know what? It doesn't matter. They weren't going to appoint him. They would have they would have never gotten the votes to do so. No, that, that's. That's the point. Then you get uh, at the end when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies and there's like a month before two months before uh, the election and they push through Amy Coney Barrett. The reason they could do that was because in 2012, the Democrats removed the filibuster on judicial appointments and it bit them in the ass 
because again, they can't see past their fucking noses and actually look to see how things are going to change in the future. Now, here's Biden on the filibuster again, wanting to get rid of it completely because he knows if he can get rid of the filibuster right now before this changes into a Republican uh, Senate and possibly Republican House, actually more likely a Republican House than Senate, but either way, uh, if he can do that, he needs to get it through before that happens because once the Republicans are uh, in Congress, he's not going to get anything passed. He knows he's a half-term president. So he's trying to get this through. But again, he's not looking at the future. The future is once Republicans have the House, the Senate, and the uh, presidency, that means they can literally pass anything they want and undo everything that you said. Yeah. So here's uh here's the filibuster. Uh, here's what he said on that. It's still as difficult to end the filibuster beyond that. That's another issue. But but, but are you saying uh, once you get this current uh, agenda passed on uh, spending and social programs? that you would be open to fundamentally altering the, the filibuster or, or doing away with it, or doing away with it? Well, that remains to be seen exactly what that means in terms of fundamentally altering it, <clears throat> whether or not we just end the filibuster straight up. Um, there are certain things that are just sacred rights. One's a sacred obligation that we never going to renege on a debt. We're the only nation in the world. <laughs> we have never, ever reneged on a single debt. But when it comes to the voting rights... What the hell does rights, that even mean? Voting rights you, is equally as consequential. When it comes to voting rights, just so I'm clear, though, you would entertain the notion of doing away with the filibuster on that one issue? Is that correct? And maybe more. And maybe other issues. And everyone claps for that. They clap for them circumventing... The Constitution that says if it's not in the federal government's purview, it goes to the states. Voting is a state issue. It only has it only has been. Anderson Cooper has become a putz. Yep. Ever since he got to sixty minutes, he has become a serious putz. Um he's corrupted by CNN and CBS, which are all, they all work together. But as you watch that whole town hall, Anderson is basically feeding Biden his conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but the filibuster has been a tool in Congress's, in the Senate's, uh, toolbox for millennia it's been a part of the of this country everybody knew about the filibuster it's been a role and they've argued getting rid of it is the worst thing you can do the thing is is the filibuster is there to as a part of the checks and balances against a minor majority in the in the senate you know, again, 50 plus one. Yep. 50 plus one. How do you stop a 50 plus one while you make it that the minority 
has this tool to slow down the momentum of the Senate. That's the whole point. The best thing that the Senate can do, honestly, is damn near nothing. The best yeah. thing they can do is not pass stuff, not do shit, do just, you know, their job with the budget, balance the budget, stuff like that, which they don't even do. But that's the point of the filibuster is so that there is a break when you have a one side. It doesn't matter if it's Democrats or Republicans. If Republicans say, hey, we want to make it so we want to outlaw abortion. We want to federally outlaw abortion. I would support that. But the filibuster is there to stop a 50 plus one Senate from being able to do that. And they want to do it for voting rights. They want to change the way that states can run their votes, essentially so that the Democrats always have the advantage. Always have, they want it so that the Democrats always, uh, basically they want it uh, 2020 from here on forward. They want no ability to check uh, signatures. They want no ability to to check. Uh, they want to be able to send out uh, uh, ballots to every household, whether anybody lives there or not. Anybody can send it in. You don't know who's voting. That's what they want. And they want to give you like two months to be able to do it. There's a reason that we have a voting day. And that's so everybody is on the same page at the same time. You have one person that votes in September and then a bunch of shit comes out in October. Can't change your vote. You can't change your vote. The voting day is there so that everybody has all of the information at the same time. Yep. And that's that's the reason, and they want to change that because they know that a lot of people, especially the ones in there uh, that vote with the D, don't pay attention to actual politics, don't pay attention to actual news. They just listen to what they're told and vote because they hear a name and they recognize it. On, on a side note, you, we were, you were just talking about voting. Do you see the state of Virginia, the the vote for governor right now is tied? It's it's tied. He's slightly ahead in some polls. Yeah, um, in some polls, yeah. It's showing the Republican governor, the, the Republican candidate is now showing he, ahead. I am going to, I'll be honest, it is so corrupt in Virginia, I'll be surprised. I think it's going to be a replay of 2020. I think they're oh, yeah. going to be count, counting votes, and at 1 o'clock in the morning, they're going to say, oh, everyone's tired. Everyone's yeah. tired. Let's go to bed. And uh, except for uh, Joe Blow, who somehow miraculously found, uh, you know, a, a carton of ballots. Right. Virgi if somehow Virginia wins and becomes red, it'll be the first time it's red in 40 years. Yeah. Um, And that is going to be the, that will be the funniest thing because I think Virginia needs to go red. How oh, fuck. I think a lot of states need to be red. You look at, look at all the Republican states, all Republican oh. ran. 
some of some of the governors that are running it kind of make you question life a little bit but the state as a as it is is a lot better than blue states they are they are i mean just look at look at the covid lockdowns the states that are suffering the most economically with uh the most totalitarian governments the most uh lockdowns you know the most like i said the people with the most stockholm syndrome are in blue states and especially deep blue states you want to know stockholm syndrome visit california California, I don't, I don't, though I don't want to go back to California. I was there for like <laughs> six months, and I was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." California, you go there and oh, readjust my mic. California, I you go there, people are afraid to leave their house. People aren't working, and the reason they're not working is because they have, again, it's human nature to. Uh, adapt to your surroundings their surroundings is dictatorship and they're adapting to it so gavin newsom went to the department of justice for the california state of california asked for the mandate back the mandate to be lifted on one company that donated to his to his campaign 187 million dollars Oh, that was so fucking bought. That mandate re- oh, yeah. lift was bought. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's sad that you have to go, oh, here, here's some money for your campaign. How about the mandate it, lift? Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of mandates, here's here's uh, Biden on uh, uh, vaccine first responders. Listen to this. As many as as one in three emergency responders in some cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, right here in Baltimore, are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. By the way, I waited until uh, July to talk about mandating because I tried everything else. No, you flat out lied and said you would not mandate. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty but, of, this whole administration said we can't mandate. We don't have the legal capacity to mandate. My ass. You knew damn well that was coming. We Everybody knew that was because that's their playbook. That's the leftist playbook. They they want a mandate. They want to control people. The mandate has it. nothing to do with stopping the virus. It has to do with control. And just yeah. as Biden said right there, first responders, police officers, he wants to get rid of those that don't comply to him. Ye- yesterday's heroes, today's uh, zero, because they're zero. Just being treated like garbage right now. They are. They are. I mean, look at all of these nurses that last year at this time were working without PPE. They were dealing with COVID patients. They were getting COVID themselves. They had no protection. And they were going in and doing that while all of you guys were sitting on your ass at home. Getting a paycheck from unemployment. Free unemployment, by the way. 
And now, because they've already had COVID, they've seen what happens when you go into uh, a hospital. They've seen what happens to people that get the shot. And they want to weigh their chances of, do I want to deal with the COVID or do I want to deal with the shot? And you guys are calling them villains? I've seen people on Facebook saying, I don't want somebody working on me that doesn't know science or somebody working on me that uh, won't even uh, take the vaccine to protect me. Well, fuck you. I I don't, I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm, I'm in that same boat. And if I die, I'm cremated. <laughs> Here, here's a small history of me. I've been dead twice already. I don't want a third. Um, but I'm allergic to the flu shot. I can't get a medical waiver. Uh, who knows what happens when I get to take this, if I take this vaccine, what's going to happen and all. My wife, my wife is concerned. I'm concerned. Um, my job is asking me to, and I'm weighing my pros and cons right now. Um, either I keep my job, do what I like doing, or I go find something that's not asking, but that's going to cause me to move. Well, um, and the thing is, is what was it? Uh, one of the more recent reports came out that, uh, um, around uh, 40%, and that's not even the people that didn't go into the hospitals, 40% of the people in the hospitals were vaccinated, 40% of the people that had COVID. What's great is the CDC has those numbers and they're not putting them out. They're only putting the unvaccinated numbers out, which is fucking disgusting. So whenever you bring that all up, people are like, no. And I'm like, but yes. I actually talked to people who work in hospitals to tell me completely different information than what I the do CDC too. is posting. I do too. And, and like I like, said, oh, well, then you should go by the CDC. I said, why? Because they're not in the hospitals. No, they're a government agency and they're not trustworthy anymore. I don't know if they ever were, but now they're showing their hand that they're not trustworthy. And then on top of that, again, this whole, well, if you get the vaccine, you're more likely not to get COVID. Well, you know what, if that's the case, I have a lot of friends that had the vaccine and had bad either reactions to the vaccine or have gotten COVID and had a bad experience after getting the vaccine. Yeah. So, so am I just, is it just bad luck that it, it just so happens that my anecdotal evidence of more than one friend, like we're talking upwards, getting up to 10 now of my close friends and family that have gotten the vaccine and been hospitalized either from after getting the vaccine immediately after or had gotten COVID and had a bad reaction to COVID after. It, it, it Unfortunately, they're going to keep pushing this. There's, there is, I, my wife sent me a video of how to, there's medicate, there's vitamins, a certain degree of vitamins that you can take and actually push it out of your system. So, or at the very it, least not push it. Um, I can't remember where the study uh, that it. I read 
came from, but they found that, uh, um, I think I, I want to say, uh, it was, uh, one of the Israeli studies, uh, found that, uh, people with low vitamin D had worse reactions to COVID people with higher vitamin D had, uh, more mild to no reactions, which it's very possible. That might've been the reason that, uh, I, if I did get COVID, I wouldn't have known it or I had a very mild reaction because I take vitamin D supplements. I take a lot of them because for some reason I have a hard time absorbing vitamin D. So I take, I don't, I can't drink milk and uh, I don't spend enough time in the sun. But that also makes sense why, where do the outbreaks happen? When it's summertime in the South and everybody's inside and they're not getting sun, and in the north, where everybody in the winter in the north, where everybody's inside and they're not getting sun. When your vitamin D goes down, so my vitamin D, I'm taking, I'm taking uh, quite a, a lot of vitamin D supplements every day. That's a part of my just normal daily regimen. All right. So let, let's okay. let's get into more of. Do we have Biden. memes of Biden? Memes of Biden? Let's do memes. Well, do of you want to real quick uh, talk about the gas prices that he talked about, or yeah, um, we can do that. Yeah, we can okay. Do that. I'll just play both of these uh, back to back, and then uh, we can talk real quick. Do you have a timeline for gas prices of when you think they may start coming down? My guess is you'll start to see gas prices come down as we get by and going into the winter. I mean, excuse me, into next year in 2022. I don't see anything that's going to happen in the meantime that's going to significantly reduce gas prices. Gas prices relate to a foreign policy initiative that is about something that goes beyond the cost of gas. And we're about 330 a gallon most places now when it's up from was down in the single digits. I mean, single a dollar plus. And uh, and that's because of the supply being withheld by OPEC. And so there's a lot of negotiation that is there, there. There's a lot of Middle Eastern folks want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure I'm going to talk to them. Out. The point is, it's about gas production. Okay. When was the last time you heard anybody talk about OPEC before Biden? Obama. Obama. We haven't heard in what? The whole time during Trump. You know why? Because we didn't give two shits about OPEC. Yeah. He doesn't know when OPEC's going to give us gas. Why are we relying on OPEC again? Yeah, they're holding out for a negotiation. They're they're looking for the bottom dollar. They're trying to get as much out of us as they can. Where we were making, when Trump was in office, we were making so much gas, so much oil, that we were actually giving it, we were selling it at cheaper costs to overseas to help out our allies. Right. We we had a surplus where we were still buying gas. I mean, that's the way the world trade works. Yeah. Is we It wasn't like we stopped buying gas, but we had that leverage that we could say, keep the gas prices low, or we're just going to start using more of ours instead of selling it off. And so we didn't worry about OPEC because we have, we have the gas, we have the natural gas, we have the shale, we have, we have all these, we have the P 
people and the equipment that if they would just approve the permits again, they would start lowering gas prices tomorrow. Well, because we have that giant pocket in the Gulf of Mexico. We have that giant pocket in Canada that we made a deal with. That's what the um, pipeline, the XL pipeline. The pipeline. That was the uh, Keystone. Keystone, not XL. Sorry, Keystone. Yes. Um, And then we have our reserve in Alaska. That was the whole purpose of why we bought Alaska. Not to mention shale oil in the Midwest, in Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Ohio, Wisconsin, Indiana, uh, Nebraska. Well, Pennsylvania was was set up with a pipeline for the natural gas because we had a giant. They found a giant natural gas pocket in the state, and that that became that became privately to a lot of things. You know what was I, I, the last estimate I heard, which is maybe a couple years ago, they assumed uh, we have enough natural gas and enough oil reserves that we could be self-sustaining for hundreds of years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, or I mean, we can go to electric cars because Calif- like California is banning small engines. <laughs> oh God, yes. Oh, banning. My thing is. They say, when the wildfires happen, how are they going to have an electric chainsaw to cut down trees? Like, honestly, who outside of a, a whoa, that is creepy as all hell. I honestly thought like a ghost was coming up behind you. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. So my son is going as a, in a morph suit. So it's, <laughs> it looks like Slender Man. Yes, that's what child. it is. <laughs> and um, i was like as i saw it in my camera and i'm like oh. <laughs> he, he got slender man coming up to me. kill you <laughs> <laughs> okay but uh yeah so uh california's uh getting rid of that here's the thing okay so the people that are in the city or in the suburbs they can run electric lawnmowers they can plug in they can do battery powered because they have no yard. If you have no yard, you can use electric. I have a two and a half, almost three acre yard that I have to cut. You can't do that with electric. No, I have an acre and a half. And I only like to push mow it, uh, let alone think about an electric that would drive me nuts. I have an electric weed whack. I have an electric weed whacker just out of convenience because it's so much easier to start just slamming the uh, battery in when I need to do like small stuff around the house itself. But yeah. when I have to, but when I have to do like big trimming around the back and everything, I have to go to uh, my gas because the electric doesn't have the power and it doesn't uh, last as long. Yeah. I I just got an electric one recently because my gas my I I decide how I have a four cycle where I don't have to mix the gas and oil together which is mm-hmm. fucking fantastic, um, but I was like man it, the the this is the second one because the compression 
dies after a few years, which sucks. That's it's just a flaw in the engine. And uh, and mine just started crapping out recently, and I'm like, oh. Do you clean the carburetor? Do <laughs> huh? Yeah. Do you clean the, the carburetor? carburetor? Mm-hmm. Did that. Swipped mm. out the spark plug. Hmm. Doesn't. It's a I have to. Uh, I, I just tried because we're coming up to winter, and I uh, started up my generator uh, for the first time in about two years, and my carburetor I, is I, so I, gunked I have up. one brand new i've only started i only i i fired it up one time and that was like the very first time i bought the damn thing um well my carburetor is so gummed up i'm like man i gotta tear this whole thing apart and clean it or buy a new one yeah so i decided if i'm gonna buy a new carburetor i'm gonna get the ones that uh i can uh switch between gas and propane and hook it up to a propane cylinder so I looked on Amazon, uh, they're only like 60 bucks and, uh, they have one that fits my, uh, generator that's, uh, fits my model of generator. So I just need to buy that with swap out the carburetor and yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Then I don't have to keep gas out there. Gasoline all winter, you know, and you have to put stable in it and all that stuff. Just no, not if you get uh non-ethanol, you don't, you can get non-ethanol. <laughs> i get it not all me. the time not me the only thing i can get non-ethanol is if i buy that racing gas that comes that's like uh you know it has their own five gallon uh yeah no thing. yeah no 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 the uh, actually the one gas station by me rudders actually has a gas pump that has non-ethanol oh that would have been it. so nice oh my god it's expensive but it's fucking worth it Oh yeah, and it, it makes, makes it lets your engines it, it run better and clean. everything doesn't gumming up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I uh but like I say, I, I want to do this and switch it over. That way uh I can just keep a twenty pound uh um propane tank out there with it. And propane, yeah. you can keep that stuff for years. So oh, yeah. um Okay. Let's get to uh the one that <laughs> everyone is talking about with this. So I'm gonna show the clip first of uh the actual clip of Biden with his hands clutched. And I want to talk about that for a minute, oh, and yeah. then we'll get into the Our memes. memes. The memes of Biden. Play. Play. We just played you. Play. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Hey, look, we have an audience member. Who's in the audience? It's probably me. I'm looking at it oh. on face on YouTube. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm watching our. Uh, the... Oh, somebody uh, uh, wrote uh, on Facebook. There once was an old lady who swallowed, swallowed a spider. That's not all she swallowed. Swallowed. Oh, there's no oh. S in there. Why am I putting an S in there? Should they actually wrote oh, swallowed? No. <laughs> Good job. There once was a VP that swallowed <laughs> also. 
That's what she said. Okay. Why are you not playing? Okay, let's go to the memes. So, before we get to the uh, Biden memes uh, here. So, Biden, uh, <laughs> for some reason, there's probably about, what, 30, 40 seconds where Biden literally stood there with his hands clenched. Like, yeah. just clenched. Anderson Cooper was talking and he's just standing there clenched. Um, I think it was when they were talking about the um, the docks, the, the, the shipping issues. Yeah. So it was such a weird moment, though, because here's the, him. I, I talked to uh, a couple friends of mine that uh, work in uh, retirement homes, and they said that that actually happens to a lot of older people, especially people with dementia. I don't know if your wife, because uh, she works in one, doesn't she? Yep. Uh, if she's seen it or if you talk to her no. about it, but uh, it, it it has to do, they said when they, uh, when they get stressed that uh, their hands like literally just clench and their body just goes completely rigid. Uh, so either that's happening or Biden's imagining himself riding a pony. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, I I thought he was just trying to hold a poop. <laughs> trying to hold a, he he was he was trying to push. I think he was trying to push out a poop into his depends. No, I he, think was, he was like trying to hold it. Remember, because he didn't want to be on national TV and have to yell, "I got my butt wiped again." <laughs> so here's some of the memes. I'm going to turn the sound down. So here's one he's holding. Let's go, Brandon. And there he is as a race car driver. I'm a race car driver. Uh, buy Bitcoin. Now he's downhill skiing. He's imagining himself downhill skiing. I like that. Now he's cross country. Oh, now he's holding the uh, dirt. His dirty uh, depends. And we've got Hulk hands. The, I love these. Um, playing VR. <laughs> he's holding the VR controllers. Rock'em Sock'em Robots, right there. He's playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And his best uh, with the uh, ice cream holding the dual ice cream cones. I can't read what it says there. Ah, your favorite. Oh. He's got the room oh, no. slippers it's on. Super turning into the you very... had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, it's about that with just in terms of inflation, because you had told uh, us. He's got a, a rocket on. July, he's Rocket Man, and he's flying off. <laughs> I, I love I the Beavis and Butthead one. The... <laughs> That's oh, yeah. a Space Force. <laughs> he's imagining Space, Space Force. Force. He's right. Uh, he's the rocketeer and he's holding on to the rocket to the front to, uh, for his, uh, jet. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Oh God. So many, so many weird, weird things. 
And then the other one that happened last week that wasn't Biden, but was actually Kamala Harris. She was at, did you see her? She was at an event and she was literally thanking every single person in the crowd. He's like, I want to, I want to thank, uh, you know, the governor. I want to thank this person. I want to thank Kamala Harris or no, I, I want to thank, uh, um, uh, you know, she's just going down the list. Sorry. But the whole time she's doing it, she's flapping her arms like they're wings. Yeah. She's like doing the funky she, chicken. She's got that uncontrollable laugh. I swear to God. It's the that it's the cackle. Joker laugh. Yeah. I swear to God. She'd give Mark Hamill a run for his money for the Joker laugh. She's got she's got the Joker laugh. It's honestly, she is an evil villain. She's got the evil villain laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, what I it is that. so um yeah just a weird town hall weird weird oh. town hall so i think they're only going to get weirder that's what's scary uh, as you, his presidency keeps going the thing is is you know that that town hall is one of the reasons they don't want him talking Oh no! And everything exactly. everything was so rehearsed. You know that it nothing was nothing was off the cuff. He wasn't surprised by any questions. No, no, because it was a town hall with invited guests. Yes. So they were in, they had to be invited to be there. So they just picked and choose who they needed. And also, that's it's terrible. It, it was. It was. And he had such pre-planned answers that he memorized. And uh, so well, half of them, Anderson Cooper kind of filled him in for. That's so. true. I mean, and the thing is, is it's one thing uh, like if you lose the name, like the way that my mind works, you know, I try uh, talking and then all of a sudden I'm like, OK, what's the name of that person or that thing? And I like lose like a noun of, you know, like. You know, uh, uh, the, the speaker of the house is, uh, the, you know, that's me. That's how my mind works. I'm not president. I could never be president because partially because of that, but he like completely forgets where he's at, what he's doing. Yeah. So with the town hall, I believe this part of it, uh, that he was that CNN decided to fact check Biden's comments and answers, and Chris Cuomo did the did the fact checking, and I know deep down that hurt his butt, his butthole, because <laughs> he didn't want to do it, but he was stuck doing it. I was like, all right, Biden said that. He, he talked about the border and everything that he had been down there. The only person in the Biden family that's been down there is Jill Biden. And that was before she was president. That's before Joe was president. They can't. And the, as he was a senator, vice president, and now president, they cannot find a single flight record or document showing that he has ever been to the border. So. He's never been to the border. No. Um, no. Kamala talk, Harris, who's supposed to be or, the border czar, and has never been to the border. Right. And then he, he talked about tax rates and everything that they were going to 
up the tax code for um, about the highest tax rate is 35%, which it was wrong because the tax, the actual tax percentage right now for businesses are, is 37%. Wrong again. Um, then he said something about vaccinations that he's gotten only a, 190 p 190 million people vaccinated um they were saying that's inaccurate that they were saying only about 190 million people have maybe have had one shot or two um so right because now they're saying you have to have three shots to be vaccinated pretty soon it's going to be four i think they just mentioned that they've uh, already they've already started talking about having a fourth yeah i'm like see it's it's just never ending it's never going to end um oh yeah this one they they said he 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 brought up that fox news has had that mandated the the vaccine um tucker carlson came out he was adamant about that he goes we we do recommend it but it is not a mandated and they came out and said that officially, and they're like, "Oh well, Joe Biden's wrong again." Um, and then his job creation in there can't create jobs when we're coming out of a fucking pandemic. People are just going back to work, right? Right. If you were <laughs> before the pandemic, then you were paused during the pandemic and go back to that same job after the pandemic. You didn't That's create anything. Creation. No. No, people are just going back to work. So, yes, people are coming off unemployment because they've started cutting federal funding. Speaking of federal funding, did you see what they're going to do to immigrants? Oh, give them? Give them, like, 450K yeah. for reparations. I'm going to go become an illegal immigrant, and I'm going to jump the border. Like, literally, we should drive across the border, park the car, and then go across that dam uh, in Texas. Yeah. Why not? Walk right the fuck in. Oh, I want reparations. I traveled here from wherever. Yeah. I'm Hungarian. I came from Hungary through South America (laughs) up through Mexico. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that and I was like, you know, that means a family of two will have almost a million dollars. Yeah. You're just killing the economy and just then anybody and that's incentivizing is just getting in- raped. Incentivizing people illegally crossing the border. Yeah. You're incentivizing this. We've had more border crossings this year than any other year in history. And he's incentivizing it. That's why you're not allowed to fly drones over there. You actually have to be in a helicopter now. Oh, really? They did make Uh, that a rule? Yeah. Yeah. You're not there. They've made sure no, no media company can take their drones and fly it over the area. They but doesn't stop them from getting in a helicopter and going over. So, yeah. Yeah, rent a helicopter. Go check it out. 
All right. I remember so, uh, I remember mm-hmm. working uh my first job in news and my first summer we had uh um a forest fire uh in Michigan and Ew. they had me hanging out the side of a helicopter cuz it wasn't like uh, our news station. We didn't. I wasn't a big news station that had their own helicopter that was rigged up with cameras and stuff like that. They yeah. rented a guy who opened up the door, put a harness on me, and said, "Lean out with this fifty thousand dollar camera." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I've got this kung fu grip on the camera because if there's, it's basically held on by my hand and my shoulder, and if I drop oh, yeah. it, I don't know where anything is going." <laughs> we're in the middle all of a sudden the wind changes i get this big like uh mouthful of smoke from the <laughs> fire oh, that's awesome but so it was it's a good story so speaking of news have you ever watched the news and porn play in the background <laughs> no i've never been that lucky and in in the state of washington of course, news it agency was going on. Oh, it was local. I think I believe it was weather. It was the weather girl. It was weather. Lady. It was she, weather. Yeah, they were talking in in the green because it's not an actual monitor. That's a green screen. Was yes. playing some good old fashioned porn. So. So real quick, just to tell people how uh, how it works with uh, with the chroma key, with the green screen and the weather. Um, the control room, people think it goes through the control room and, uh, uh, you know, they control everything. Generally, that's not how it works. You actually have the meteorologists that have their own computer and they preload things. So they'll preload uh you know, pictures, kind of like we do with this podcast. We preload pictures, yeah. we preload uh, video clips, and sometimes they actually, uh, like when it comes to like the Doppler radar, they can't preload that because it's real time. So what yep. they do is they basically screen share that entire screen from that computer onto the green screen behind them. Yep. And they have a uh, little controller in their hand that's kind of like a uh, people that do PowerPoint presentations that go to the next oh, slide to the next slide and that's how they flip to it which means that either her or one of her meteorologist co-workers were was watching porn on that computer at that time that she flipped to it yep it is fucking fantastic because in in the photo that they have on the new york post it's one of the monitors in the meteorologist's office. So, the ultimate question was, she may have been the last one in that office, or someone else was, and then she walked in and didn't know it was on that screen. Right. But it, usually, the uh, at least where I work, the uh, uh, the Doppler uh, computer, they just, nobody ever really touches it. Oh, yeah. So, she probably didn't even think to look at it. Yeah, um, I think she's going to want to look at it now. <laughs> um, right. Now, okay, funny story, though. Um, first uh, first job in television. Uh, I'm uh, 
working the floor. So uh, basically, uh, when they when you work the floor, you know, everyone thinks, oh, you have like a cameraman, one for each camera. Well, in small stations, it's like one person that does this dance between like five different cameras. Yeah. And you read ahead and you move the camera and then they cut to that. And then you as they cut to that, you go to the next camera. So I'm running the cameras. I'm halfway in between. And um, we have this uh, anchor who, God, I love her. She is so awesome. No, I I love her. She is so awesome. I almost fell over laughing, though, because they were doing a bantering uh, back and forth, and they were talking about the the weather. And I don't remember what the setup was that it went to her, but it was like right before a commercial break. And um, she goes, well... It may be, you know, 97 degrees uh, outside, but it's always 69 in my bedroom. Nice. Good old live. sexual harassment. Live God, that, that's, that's on the camera. Best. And then uh, cut to a couple months later. God, I love her because she doesn't realize that she says it, too. That's the best thing. And she's so professional. She can, like, go through a script and uh, you would never know that she was reading. Like, she is so awesome. But then. When she has to talk off the cuff every so often, she has these and she doesn't realize it. So at another one, she had to throw it to sports. So uh, you have the two anchors and they banter and normally they say, all right, and let's go to such and such for sports. And uh, so they were talking about a uh, a dog that has three legs. So it's what we call a fluff piece. Sure. A dog that has three. You know where this is going. I... A dog that has three legs. And, uh, you know, how heroic he is and stuff like that. And she goes, all right, let's send it over to sports. So, uh, Luke, uh, do you have three legs? And here's them staring into the camera. Go, And his answer, I kid you not, was, I can't answer that. We'll be back with sports. <laughs> yeah, that. That that was probably a good setup of let me see your third leg. <laughs> it was the greatest thing. No. I'm still friends with her on Facebook. She's awesome. I love her. Uh but hey, you should bring just... her on here. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh but uh yes, uh oh some of the days I miss those are some of the days I miss working in news is uh stuff like that. Yeah. I mean I mean it couldn't be no worse than Michael Myers being homophobic tell me about that one <sighs> okay so I'll, let I'll me see. i saw the new movie uh, i don't think michael i've seen all his movies i've never seen michael myers okay look at a gay person go oh no i'm not gonna cut you so this is uh this is according to um yahoo news uk yahoo news well, it's, that, the one of the, it's just the one of the articles I grabbed. Yeah, but um, they say at one point in Halloween Kills, the new uh, Halloween movie, yep. Myers returns to his childhood home and finds an unsuspecting gay couple living there. The men, who are named Big John and Little John, realize someone uh, that, is in their so, home. That sounds seductive. That shouldn't be yeah. their names. <laughs> they could have picked better names, honestly. Yeah. Like Big Gay John, Big uh, Little Gay John. Like, isn't that from South Park? Big Gay Al. That's what it is from South Big Park. Gay Big Al. Gay Al. Yeah. Uh, but he realizes in their home, searches for the intruder, but instead of making it out alive, they're murdered by Myers, Michael Myers. 
this scene stirred up discussion on Twitter with people labeling Michael Myers homophobic for killing the couple. Give me a fucking break. Okay. First of all, Michael Myers is probably asexual with the exception that he had incest with his niece in Halloween 6. That that was still creepy. That That is creepy. We don't know it's incest. They could have done it a different way, but, you know, we know that she had a baby that they said uh, came from the source and he's the source. So, um, but, uh, he's the source of something. I swear to God. So anyway, um, it's a fucking horror film. Michael Myers kills everyone that is in his vicinity. Okay. That's the thing. Except Sigourney Weaver. I mean, or Jamie Lee Curtis, except for well, her. Jam- she can, she always fucking gets away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's theories on that. Um, but the, uh, the thing is, is okay. Michael Myers, stop looking at him as a person. Michael Myers was never meant to be a person. That's why he wears the mask. In fact, even in the Halloween films, they don't refer to him in the credits as Michael Myers. Do you know what they call him? I don't know. I didn't look. He's known in the scripts and uh, in the credits. He's the shape. The shape. The shape. The reason he's the shape is because Michael Myers was never meant to have a person. If he was a person, that meant he had emotions. He had convictions. He had... He is supposed to be a force of nature. Uh, Dr. Loomis even says you can't, he's evil. He is, he is the nature of evil. You can't stop evil. Michael Myers can't be homophobic. He's opportunistic. If there's somebody nearby, he will kill them in Halloween resurrection. After Halloween H2O, he went home to the Myers house, uh, where he killed uh, his older sister, Judith. He went home to the Myers house and they shot a uh, um, reality show in that house. Guess what happened? He killed everyone. Yep. The reason he killed them wasn't because they were girls. Wasn't because they were gay or straight. It was because he is a force of evil. He no, is nature and they were in his house. They were in his vicinity. The best thing you can do if you ever run into Michael Myers is stay away from him. Don't run from him. Just walk like a hundred yards ahead of him and keep him in your sight. And as he comes to you, you walk at the same pace away from him. Uh, but you can't you can't have a masked monster that is called the shape and imbibe them with homophobia he 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 can't because he is he is nature 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 is unrelenting nature doesn't care if you're rich you're poor you're 
homosexual, you're straight, you're LGBTQAAFDICLMNOP, all nature does is destroy. That's it. You Just like you can't stop a tornado, a tornado doesn't care about your house. A tornado just looks at whatever's in its way and it goes through it. That is the thing. People that want to make everything about politics and homophobia and all of that shit are completely full of shit themselves. And you know what? Anybody that's listening to this that wants to defend that and say he is homophobic from this, you're full of shit also. Hey, well, no, well, if, if you want to defend that side, we'd be more than happy to hear it out. We'll have a discussion. But but just know that you're still full of shit. Full of shit. Yes. The bald man said so. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so. And again, I, it's crazy as it sounds, I studied, I consider myself a, a, a type of authority when it comes to the Halloween films. I have studied every single one of them. I've studied John Carpenter's making of it. I've studied, uh, I've written uh, numerous uh, literary papers on it. Um, my uh, defense uh, for my uh, degree was uh, partially on Michael Myers. It, it, it can't, it cannot be. Michael Myers has no emotions. You have to have emotions in order to be homophobic. And there is my take on Michael. Not gay. Not. <laughs> I I don't think he is. Uh, but he he doesn't. He likes the gays. He kills them with purpose. He kills. You know what? He's equal opportunity. This is true. This I is mean, think hard. about it this way: out of all of the people he's killed, only two of them were gay. It's true. And I was like, I've, 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 one was Paul Rudd. I've been told, I've been told it's like that I, I've been told I'm an asshole and that I, I, I'm only an asshole to select people. And I said, no, I'm an equal opportunity asshole. I hate everybody. Hate everybody equally. I don't discriminate. I don't give a shit. You're in my shithole. Then fuck off. Um, although the- <laughs> The Catholic Church now, here's something that's really funny, and this is real world. Um, this comes from Christian Today. The pandemic is driving up demands for exorcism, according to Catholic priests. Have you ever seen the priests actually take take a class on exorcism? I think I saw a YouTube video once years ago, but that was about it. So... No, everyone that knows I'm originally from Maryland and we all know there's a famous movie that was done in Maryland. The exorcist, the exorcism, the exorcist, but the famous Georgetown stairs from that house are in Georgetown. A lot of the priests that were actually, cause I did a report on it where the the actual original priest gave 
weight into the script of how the Catholic priest in the movie needed to act for said exorcism. So it's a real thing. And all exorcisms are real. Um, how you believe in it is up to you. And all if you don't believe in the afterlife, you don't believe in the afterlife. Your your fucking choice. Um it's people think COVID now is just Satan or something within you. Well they figured, listen to this. This is their this is the reason this is according to the telegraph. Yeah. Uh the UK telegraph. Uh, quote, we have seen an increase in the requests of exorcism because of the pandemic has made on, made people more vulnerable to the idea that Satan or some evil entity has taken over their lives. People have fallen into poverty. They found themselves suffering from anxiety and depression. They nice. feel that their lives are no longer their, in their own hands, but in the hands of a malign force. It's a big crisis. Now, okay, I was raised Catholic. I probably should believe in uh, exorcisms and stuff like that. I don't believe that um, if they're if they are out there, I if there are uh, really uh, the devil or demons taking over people's lives and their bodies. I don't believe it's happening at a high rate, and the pandemic didn't do it. What they're talking about is what happens when the government locks people down and takes and away their poo-poo. ability, takes away their freedom and their ability to uh, make an income. They fall into depression. They drink, they smoke. They, uh, they feel like their lives are not their own because they're not allowed to live it themselves. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's the person <laughs> that should be blamed. I'm, I'm sorry. I it's not the devil. It is, it is Brandon that's doing that. Yeah. Um. It. So. But they do say there are some people though that they found uh where their voices change completely. A woman might start speaking like a man. Some develop yeah. superhuman strength and uh, it takes four or five people to restrain them. Um, That's my crazy time is, Yeah, I've seen that uh, in law enforcement. Um, mind you. Meth heads. Again, again, we talked about this last time. I studied martial arts my whole life. I'm a wrestler. I coach wrestling. I got taken out by a hundred pound woman high on uh, meth and uh, cocaine. Like I could not couldn't she is it is it a relative of Florida man? uh, No, Michigan. (laughs) But she she took me out, my partner though, uh when I yelled to him as I'm sitting on my as I'm on my ass, because she bowled me over like a linebacker. Um I'm sure I'm sitting on my ass. I yelled I yelled to my partner because she's heading over towards him and uh, her husband who she was like gonna beat. And my partner turns around, grabs her by the neck, and WWE style choke slams her into the ground because he's like six seven and uh, two hundred and eighty pounds. Oh, it was beautiful. That's nuts. 
but it still took uh it took you know three of us to get her under control we put her in sure. the car uh we put her in the car and uh you know with the handcuffs behind her back thinking everything was fine all of the sudden uh we hear banging on the car she laid down on her back on her hands with the cuffs and kicked out the back window of the car then we get a uh call for a hobble restraint we put her in a hobble restraint put her in a different vehicle all of the sudden we hear banging banging again and she's slamming her head against the window blood coming down uh she was going crazy back there withdrawal uh we ended withdrawal up from the having to hog tire yeah we had we ended up having to hog tire um took her to the jail uh by the time uh i i had to come back the next day to write my report and uh talk to uh um the turnkeys and they had to take her to mental health they got a blood draw and uh when we got the blood draw back uh they found um alcohol cocaine methamphetamine demerol and uh um opioids in her system she's just a box of rocks on drugs yeah so she was going through <laughs> these uh swings as one it hit and then the next it hit oh she was she was crazy so and this all started uh because she was at a uh um a high school reunion uh like her 20-year high school reunion and her husband didn't want to hang out with her and her friends, so he went up to the bar himself, and she couldn't find him. Well, he's probably banging the head cheerleader behind the bleachers. Why not? Hey, I would be. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, COVID ex exorcism, we banned that. Um, you want to talk about the GE walkout? Because I don't know much about that. But uh, yeah. you said that that was pretty big. Yeah, so... There was, a, there's, a, I believe there was a total of four plants, but they did, and this all happened on the same day. So GE, which is General Electric, that they're being forced their mandate. All the employees said "fuck you" and walked out all on the same day, and all four of their plants, thousands of people, just said fine good luck and then left ge is responsible for anything and everything you can think of when it comes to electronics ge has a stamp on almost anything oh yeah think of. oh yeah from tvs to vcrs to appliances to even stuff that's inside other um, electronics. power grids yeah and then you also have solar they, they started getting the solar panels so Oh, well, then the biggest manufacturer just said, fuck you, and walked out. That's like that's like when Southwest said, oh, fuck you, we're not taking our planes off. Well, you know what this shows? <laughs> what this shows is that with the Southwest and fucking... with this, so it, that's what it takes. It, it doesn't take every single person saying, fuck you. It takes a probably about if you get about 20% of the people to do anything uh, in a yeah. transient minority, you can actually change policy. 
And we're seeing yeah. that. We saw that with uh with Southwest. It wasn't it wasn't every flight, it wasn't every uh um pilot, but it was enough of them. That was the thing. It was enough to make Southwest have to give a whole bunch of vouchers. Right. Uh, to be like, uh and for them to maybe decide we shouldn't do this. Are should we lose money not flying people or should we lose money no longer uh taking government contracts? Yeah. Um which one is worse? Uh that would be the question. And that's where I love seeing this because it's showing that people are standing up. When when you hear uh Chicago and they could be losing 3,000 police officers from this, which now Florida, the governor said, hey, we'll give you a $5,000 voucher to move down here. Oh, my God. That was that was fucking awesome. Yes. Oh, the state of Indiana was the same way. They're like, they like, oh, if you want to come over here, no vaccine mandate. Yep. Hire you on the spot. Yep. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's that's the way you fucking do it. Like, oh, you want a van- mandate? Other states are be like... We'll take you on. Yep. Let's go. Exactly. But, you know, that's the thing is people stand up in a, enough. It doesn't have to be everybody. And that's what I want to tell people yeah. is stand up for yourself, because if all if you get 10 to 20 percent. OK, let's put it this way. Um, I grew up in a household of five people. All right. Two parents, three kids. I'm going to pick on sure. my sister. My sister, if she decided that all of a sudden she was going to be vegan. That would change the way the rest of us ate because all of a sudden my mom would, because growing up, my mom primarily cooked our dinners. Uh, My mom would have to cook, either fight her and put all that energy into fighting or she would put less energy saying, well, it, it's easier for me just to make her own vegan dinner. So everyone else will eat normal dinner. She'll eat a vegan version of it. Then yeah, she'll go, well, you know what? Let's just rather than making two and she won't eat everyone else's. Let's just make a vegan for everybody because I know Jason won't complain. He just wants to go with the flow. And that's how 20%, one fifth can change it for everyone. That's why it's important that everyone stand up. Even if you're called out and you're, you know, treated like a pariah, stand up for yourself because it doesn't take everybody at your company, at your school, at your township. It doesn't take everybody to do it. It just takes enough. You only need an intransent minority. To do it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. How would you feel um, about if a teacher taped a mask to your kid's face? Oh, that teacher would be knocked out. I would be going to jail for this assault, but so would that I teacher because I would be because pre- I would be pressing charges for assault. Oh yeah, the thing is, this isn't the first time I've heard them like teachers doing this there was one there was a special needs student she was having issues anyway she could she would never keep a mask so they would tie one on her they were doing it for six weeks 
The dad found out six weeks later because they forgot to take off the mask the one day. And he went to the school board and they arrested him. So in Colorado, a sixth grader at Chinook Trails Middle School sent a selfie to her mother with her mask taped on her face with blue painter's tape. Now, painter's tape isn't bad. I mean, it's not like uh, duct tape, but still, it's assault. It's yeah. assault on a minor. And, and uh, they go on in this article to talk about how uh, teachers are walking around with the tape on their wrist like they're bracelets. Just I so awful. The fact that teachers are taking their political stance in the school he's that's what's making this hard because they're going off their political beliefs about they need to wear masks it has been proven scientifically that masks don't work they never have kids are and kids are not at risk they never were i swear to god they were at worse risk during the h1n1 than they are with uh covid right if i had gotten a if i had gotten a a picture with my kid with a tape on their face and i'll have been like i'm 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 going out for a drive i'm gonna i'm gonna be walking to this i'll be taking my kid out of school right then and there and i'll so they say that the uh the investigation is underway uh you know about the about the painter's tape how is there an investigation like who's investigating it doesn't say in here if it's the police it should be the police should be but it it's probably the school board most likely because they're gonna police their own right just like just like the school board is gonna cover up rapes in virginia oh yeah that, was, ra- that was disgusting and so you Boy know you have went this... in wearing a dress and raped the dudes that 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 kid oh, yeah that this this boy in uh, Loudoun County, Virginia, dresses like a girl sometimes when he wants to be a girl until he gets in the bathroom with a girl. Then he becomes automatically a boy and inserts his dick into her against her will. And yeah. they call the dad. They didn't they didn't call the police. Nope. They called the police on the dad. Yeah, that was trying to defend his daughter. Yeah. And See, then that's, that's and then he's out on probation. They send him to a different school and he does the same thing to another girl. Yep. The, I I told my wife I said and they're yeah, covering and they about, cover it up. Yeah, cuz they were talking about drags being able to use the bathroom of their gender that they are now. That is fine. It's the people that are going to abuse that that's going to be my issue. I see a grown-ass man walk into the women's bathroom because he feels like he's going to be a woman that day after my little girl had just gone in there. You'd be fucking Christ. I'll be right behind him. Well, that's that's the issue. The issue isn't, uh, you know, somebody that went through, had the operation, you know, all of that. The issue is I care less you that. don't know. Beforehand, you saw a guy go into a girl's bathroom. You knew something was up. Yeah. Now, because of, again, an intransient minority of what, maybe 5%, 3%, sure. 
Um, all of the sudden, they're putting people at risk. They're not at risk from the actual transgenders. They're at risk from the people using this as an excuse to get into women's restrooms, women's locker rooms. Yep. When they're not women, they never intend to be women. They're in there to get their jollies off. They're they're abusing the system, and that's what makes it, you know, such if, a pain. If uh um Jenner uh not Bruce uh what's he now um uh, Caitlin 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 Jenner wants to go into a women's locker room. Okay, you're a woman now. You've been a woman for what five years now. But you're a woman now. Yeah. I I if, love it though. His first year as a woman, he became woman of the year. I, I was like, wow. I was like, man, he's woman of the year. Woman and, of the year. All these women that spent their whole life trying to, you know, do great things. And never just had, had a, to become never one. Had a period. Yep. But you know, Caitlyn Jenner, not worried about Caitlyn Jenner going into a women's locker room and doing something. I'm worried about, you know, someone, you know, I'm worried about if Bruce Jenner went in there, not knowing why he's going in. And that's, that's the issue. And then you have things like this that basically confirm our suspicion, which is that, you know, that's why. And then you have schools saying, oh, well, we're going to allow boys in the girls locker room because they decide that they're a girl. What girl wants like if a girl came into the boys locker room? I mean, there'd be a lot of laughing, you know, rude comments, yeah. stuff like that. But a boy going into a girl's locker room. Again, unless like you have documentation that that person has you know, basically thought they were a girl from the time they were three, I would have a problem wondering what's in there. Why this boy is going in and looking at into an area where there is young women, young girls, high school, middle school girls changing naked and you're letting a boy in there. I mean, Think about the movies back back in the eighties and the late seventies, uh, Meatballs, Porkies. That oh that was God. like that was always a joke, and that was always like you know the adolescent dream of ooh if I could just be invisible and I could go into the girls' locker room, right? It's that's that's the problem with it, and then on top of that, you have this. Uh, School in Florida, in Broward County, Florida, that takes kids on a, a field trip to a gay bar. Not sure how they got that pass, but uh, evidently they've been doing it for years. And then I'm looking it up right now so I can send you the link. Um. Here we go. Um, uh, nope, not that one. Gotta uh, love, gotta love podcasting on the fly. I have a show, whole show written out. And we're looking up other shit. It's great. 
<laughs> yeah. So there's another school, and I'm looking it up, uh, that uh, put on uh, during uh, put on a strip show. The students did for some of the faculty. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. That was the one in Florida. Florida? Uh, I want to say Georgia. Georgia. And um, look at news. lap dance they put on a lap Got dance it. yeah you found it I found it yeah i found it it was in kentucky oh was it Ken- oh god kentucky a kentucky high school oh. andy we need you we need you andy right okay yep so... i found it uh, pr- uh principal of a kentucky high school is under fire over photos appearing to depict students performing lap dances for staff is also embroiled in a sexual assault lawsuit himself. So, NBC, so uh, student staff lap dance at Kentucky High School leads to disciplinary actions. Uh, The superintendent of a Perry County, Kentucky school district said disciplinary actions were taken after photos posted on social media showed high school students giving lap dances to staff members. Uh, the pictures were posted on the school athletic page, but have since been removed. They're still circulating sure. on social media. <laughs> they put it on the school athletic page. Um, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, I mean, giving a lap dance, I guess, has to be classified as gym athletics. I mean, I, depends on what kind of what they were doing. The fact that there's students giving teachers lap dances is gross enough. I know. Jesus. Um. So, I mean, it's. But you know, this could have never happened in the 90s. Because what? Gen X and boomers were raising us. The late Gen X and early millennial people. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, yeah. We go to we go home. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, the teachers made us give them a lap dance. Excuse me. And it's it's here. There would have uh, been a mob going to the school of parents with pitchforks and fire. It, there would there would. Um. So here's uh here we go from the Daily Mail. This one. Has some of the more G-rated uh, pictures. I'm gonna post it sure. uh, in the chat for you, just so you can can see. I mean, here's them. They're they're on the gym floor. the The staff. It looks like you know some fat coaches, and they have uh, a student wearing a blindfold and underwear, giving lap dances. Uh, it event it featured cheerleaders wearing Hooters waitress outfits. I miss That's a Hooters. jock rubbing a big fat man's belly. Yeah. Oh, you go back down and I mean, looking in the background, there's a bunch of students. It's a pepper alley. Yeah, they're at a pepper alley. 
fucking um, teacher spanking the students with yep. ping pong paddles. That's just. Uh, where's Andy at when I need him? I'm be like, hey, the fuck are you doing in your high school area? I mean, come on. How, 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 how does this, like, what adult there thought that this was a good idea? Let alone that many adults. You know there was other teachers there. You had how many coaches and uh, faculty there. You had, you could see in the pictures, uh, a lineup of students. Um, just so that uh, people that are teachers just sitting there watching that's that's creepy in itself so let me let me pull this up i'm gonna i'm gonna screen share so that uh the people watching uh can see so let me bring this up so there there we have uh you know the student uh giving that fat coach uh, a lap dance. At least he has a mask on. There's the, uh, the, the Hooters is, girls and they're carrying, they all... and they're carrying beer or at least what's supposed to be beer. In Hooters uniform. In Hooters. Oh wait, this the one... old uniforms. The new ones are different. Uh, this one, look at, look at all the people in the background. I think it's a dude in a dress. He's, He's wearing uh like you He's know panties pantyhose of some ho- sort. Um, and they're ripped to and shit. And a tube top in a tube top and and here's the I don't know basketball coach or somebody in the background. He's, he's laughing. Having, he's having a he's good laughing. time. He's, he's having spanking him cheeks. with the with the uh, um the paddling and Paddle. look right there he's on a microphone. This is a pep rally yeah. that they're doing this. That That's just utterly creepy. Isn't it? Just a bit. So. I mean, I remember back to pep rallies, we would do things like, you know, um wrap people up with toilet paper and uh that was one of the games. We would uh play like soccer on uh, with uh, where you wheeled around on those little like dolly things on the floor. I don't think we ever gave lap dances. No. Nope. Nope. Can't say that lap dances were a part of school. Although what a class that would be. I would be joining that class if I was in school and they had like lap dance class. I'd be like the only boy in there. I'd say I was a girl. Yeah. I'm a girl today. For this class, I'm going to be a girl and be in the girls lap dance class. (laughs) All right. So last but not least tonight, we're going to. This has been a big story for like the last week because of how new this is, is the Alec Baldwin situation. Um, yeah, another one that I can talk forever about. 
So just just a little backstory. So after Brandon Lee died on set doing the crow, a lot of new procedures came out about handling prop guns with ammunition. All of that has been to prevent an accident like this ever to happen again. The bullshit happened with Brandon Lee in the early 90s, and it's taken almost 20-plus years to have us another fatal fucking accident because almost uh, 30 years because Brandon Lee was like 1991 or 1990. On blanks, yada, yada, yada. So, but the thing is, that gun has to get checked by two other people before Alec Baldwin actually gets the damn gun. Right. So, that was the, that's the whole purpose of the, of those, that procedure. Because you could tell the difference between a loaded gun with bullets versus blanks. There is a weight difference. Well, not even weight. Um, so the way that it's supposed to work on a set is any fireable gun. So a lot of the prop guns on set are basically, uh, weighted cap guns. Real guns. They're, they're well, real no, to a point. So, so most of them, um, nowadays, uh, don't actually, uh, have the ability to fire. They don't have a hammer. They don't have, uh, yeah. the ability to fire, um, they're there for like if I was to in a scene and I was to point a gun at you and shoot you, I they would have me hold that gun up and uh, that fake one that cannot fire at all, and I yep. would aim that at you. Then they would cut, they would move you out of the way. They would give me the real gun, and the real gun would have a blank in it. Nobody would be in the direction of fire, and I would pull the. They would uh, cut to a different angle, maybe a more head-on angle, and I would pull the trigger. Yep. Um. So, and then after that, talking to uh, my friend, Matt, who is still uh, working in the industry, uh, he's worked on a couple of Fast and Furious movies. He's worked on a couple yeah. of John Wick movies. He's done a lot. Um, you, they, you, know, D, you know, Dean Winchester is, is on this movie set at yes, the same time. And right? you know, he's handled a lot of prop guns. And so, so, so there, there was a lot of fun. There was a little, he had a little fun gag before we get into this, because I thought that was hilarious. So he went in and the armorer asked him, do you know how to use a gun? He said, <laughs> a little. <laughs> Have you never watched Supernatural? Yeah, right. That's what I was, I was like, I don't think she watches TV. Like and literally like, go on, go on Netflix and you can find any random episode. Well, he went, they, he, she walked him through how to load the gun, gun safety, hammer back, pull trigger. So they were like, oh, do you want to do straight draw or cross draw? He's like, oh, cross draw. And he did a fancy fucking shot. And she goes, you're an asshole. And then walked away from him. <laughs> I said, for a guy who has voiced Batman and Red Hood and played Dean Winchester, 
I could not imagine another person being that much of an asshole. That is great. Just like that blue dinosaur in your hand. Um, but that's the thing is she knows what she knew what she was doing. My it, well, that's the thing is, did she she might have known how the guns function, but there was obviously... a crew swap out last minute too on this very same day. Though. Right. Yeah. The but crew that the originally day... was there walked. Right. And then they had to get a quick scab crew together. Um, But this this armor was 24 years old. Uh, Doesn't mean uh, she doesn't know how to handle a firearm. But the question is, is not just handle a firearm, but the safety of handling. Yeah. So, like I said, there's more than there's a lot of safety protocols in place. Uh, like I mentioned that one. The other one is any firearm that is fireable is supposed to be locked up and only the armorer has the key to unlock it. Yep. So come to find out the crew, they, I haven't read who, which of the crew yet. They, I, maybe they, you have. they came out and said that they, they were arguing against it, that they didn't get those guns out for late night target practice. Okay. They tried. They See, come out the, and said it. I can't say whether that they've proven that or not yet. Well, somehow a live round, which is not supposed to be on set, got in there. And one of the reports that I saw said that uh, they were late night target practicing with them. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, also one of the producers brought ammo, brought the ammo, brought, but didn't have them separate. So he came in with ammo that was blank or blank and live all on the oh, same in the same bucket and they were all stored oh, together God. that is so awful uh you there's so many fuck-ups here there's so many fuck-ups here um okay so we got that now uh when you pull that gun out you're supposed to have two people watching you load that so three yep. people are supposed to check it make sure that there's nothing in there then two people watch the armor load it with the blanks. Yep. And the person, it's supposed to be the armor that takes it and hands it to the uh, actor. In this case, it was the assist, first assistant director that she laid out three firearms, three pistols. He grabbed one and said, I'll take this one, the first assistant director, and walked on set. He was yelling cold gun. Cold gun means there is nothing in the cylinders. Yeah. A hot gun meant that there was something in the cylinders, either a live round or a blank. My son, who is 10 years old, I took him out shooting and I made sure to tell him, anytime I hand you a gun, we are both going to check it. I'm going to check it and you are going to check it before you take it from me. And we both say cold gun. Before I hand it to you, then you put the rounds in and then you say hot gun. Yep. That way, everybody around you knows that that gun can kill. Yep. Okay. So the assistant director came on to set yelling cold gun to everyone. 
handed it to Baldwin. Baldwin, uh, they did a uh, a straight on uh, what we call Z-axis shot, where um, it's one of the cutaway shots where he's basically pointing directly at the uh, camera. Yep. Uh, usually it's like right off to the side because they don't look straight into the camera. They look like right to off to the corner of the camera. Yeah, off to one of the corners. Right, th- right off to that corner was the cinematographer, and right behind the cinematographer was the director. The live round fired, went through the cinematographer, into the director. Cinematographer died. Director uh, survived and critically injured. Um, Here's the 911 call. Two people accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Okay. Bonanza Creek Ranch. Come on. Stay on the phone with me. We're going to get some help, okay? We need some help. Our director and our cameraman, camerawoman has been shot. So was it loaded with a real bullet or one? We don't, I, don't, I cannot tell you that. Okay. We have two injuries from a movie gun shot. Okay. We're getting them out there already. Just stay on the phone with me. Thanks. Okay. This f***ing ID that yelled at me at lunch because asking about revisions. This motherfucker. Did you see him when you opened my table? And yell at me. He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible for what's happening. Are you now, Mimi? No, no, no. I'm a script supervisor. How, how many people are injured? Two I, that I know of. Okay. So she was pissed. When this, oh, yeah. She was pissed. So when this first broke, I was having a hard time on Facebook and other places arguing with people that were blaming Baldwin for firing that. Yeah. My view is it's not his fault for firing because as an actor, they're not checking the firearms. Could you imagine John Wick? If Keanu Reeves had to check every single firearm before? No, you trust that the protocols are in place and that they're handing you a firearm that is safe to use as an actor. Just like when I get my tires changed or rotated, I trust that they bolt them down all the way. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that is, the people, in my opinion, liable for this are the prop master, because the prop master is supposed to be one of the people that check, the mm-hmm. armorer, and that assistant director. Those are the three people that were supposed to check it beforehand. That being the case, that's criminal liability, in my opinion. That being the case, Baldwin is the executive producer of the company that is shooting the film. Yes. So he is still liable in that sense, in my opinion, because he did not put the right people with the right training. It would be like, you know, if somebody at your company, again, using the car analogy, if somebody at your con- at uh you know uh at your tire company you hired them and they were putting wheels on cars and uh just 
hand tightening the lug nuts on, that company and that owner would also be liable, not just the person that did it. So I think civilly he's liable in my opinion, but criminally, I again, I am not a fan of Baldwin. I never liked him. Um, I think he's gotten worse since uh, uh, he got into politics or started being political, should I say. But as an actor, I would give him a pass on this. And I feel bad for him that he was the one that pulled the trigger because everyone goes, well, you know, you never point a gun at somebody, uh, you know, and all that. And it's, and you try explaining to people, this is not real life. This is a movie set. You can't not, if somebody hands an actor a firearm, they are believing that it's been triple checked and it's safe. And either it's a dummy firearm or it's cold and uh, it's safe to use. And that's my opinion on it. No, I, I, I agree. Um, my, my thing is, in the conspiracy theory side of me, there, Helena Hutchinson, who is the one that, who died, um, she there wasn't the only movie she was working on, so supposedly because her fucking Twitter's gone, Twitter fucking erased her account with haste after her death, um, stating that she has evidence against Hillary Clinton because she was working on a documentary of pedophilia in Hollywood and was able to link the Clinton Foundation to it. I and that 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 went out on October 18th. I don't think it's suspicious whatsoever the next week she was dead. And kind of they like, used uh, the people Baldwin that somehow commit suicide. Kind of like the people that commit suicide by shooting against the Clintons that commit suicide by shooting oh, themselves yeah. in the back of the head. Yeah, I mean, look at Jeffrey Epstein. He didn't kill himself. He was he was murdered. Yeah, uh, it just so happens the cameras went out for that seven minutes. Right, and the guards were gone. Yeah, they they went on a two hour lunch break. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I do I wish I I I don't believe Alec Baldwin did anything wrong. I won't say that he did. I believe he was just doing his job and he was doing as he was told. Whether he realized there was a live round in the gun or not is is what this is. He didn't know. So he he wouldn't think to know. He was told, hey, it was a cold gun. It was either going to be a blank bullet that came out or fucking air. Um, so he would never to expect a live, a live round. And you know damn well, he's not allowed to talk. And that's what's... No, and I'm you sure know he's, he's got a gag order on. Yeah. 
he is he is probably as devastated as anybody because for as funny as he is, I don't think he would wish anybody dead. And all. Uh, no. And that and that's the thing is like the fact that they're using him this way. If this is how this is, there there has to be there has to be some recourse. Hopefully, eventually, for all this time being tied together somehow, and all. But Alec Baldwin did not intentionally intended to go there to shoot anybody. With a live round. No. I want to make that. That's. I just want to make that perfectly clear. What happened was a mistake that there are procedures in place for. The ultimate question is who the middle person was handling. Who put with the that gun. round in there. That is How the did ultimate that round question. End in there. Who put it in? And because nobody's talking. So, but I, I fuck. I, we actually made it through a show without fucking completely derailing. That's awesome. Yeah, I think we hit. Uh, every one of our, <laughs> uh, definitely didn't go in order, but no. Oh, order has never been our our strong suit. We just have an issue of getting what's actually what we want to talk about actually out there. But we always, anybody that listens, we appreciate you. Um, it's the, this is all about a conversation, never about a fight. Um, so if you ever have questions, ask them. If you want to ever debate, debate. That's what we're here for. That's the whole purpose of this. The reason why I felt like doing it. I know that's why Jason did it. Um, yep. It, it's gotten to the point to where I've noticed a lot of younger audience, a lot of younger people are given into this socialism. Um, the thing is, I, is that, I don't know if I'd call it so much socialism from my viewpoint, but authoritarianism. I they're believing the government is there to help them. That is we have rules in place to know that as you heard on the in the original clip, that's from a very old movie from ninety three. And it's the exact truth. The constitution was written by a bunch of people with is with roundabout ways to correct things or to change things, but never to make anybody a king in this right. country. The United States was a test. You have a clip for Joe Rogan that he says this, right? Yeah, I played it earlier during the break, but I can play it again if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, play it again real quick. Okay. As soon as you give politicians power, any kind of power that didn't exist previously... If they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, 
They are not going to give that power up. They find new reasons to use it. I'll be back. We have to protect those freedoms at all costs, whether you agree with people's choices or not, because it is the foundation that this country was founded on. Freedom. This idea of freedom, there's so many people that think it's frivolous, it's not important, it's not the main thing that we should be focused on, but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so fucking amazing. Every single country that's ever existed other than the United States, up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation right fucking here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. And as soon as you see something, anything, that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious about that. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition, anti-American. Yeah, he, he's absolutely right. Um, so, the thing is, is America's not perfect. It never will be. It never was. But... If you're going to make mistakes, right. If you're going to make mistakes, mistake on the side of freedom that everyone last year was blaming Trump for not doing anything with COVID. He was making, he may have made a mistake, but he was making the mistake on the side of freedom of not locking people down, of not, not locking people down endlessly, not forcing trump, masks not forcing vaccines no, yeah trump was allowing the individual states to make those choices he was stating hey we're here if you need help but handle it the way you feel that you believe you can do best that's why you see states like new york michigan pennsylvania jersey California followed these one suits and then you have all like Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Carolinas, Tennessee, Kentucky, all do it a different way or the mid states do it a different way. Blue it was states all and red they, states they looked and... at it. Okay, what works best for our state? And that was the yeah. golden that was the greatest thing. Like for an example, New York said, we need help. Trump sent National Guard to create a thousand-man mass unit in Central Park. Sent the USS Mercy. That can hold another 10,000 people. And the Navy, that's on, that vessels that ship as backup staff to take, help take care. Sent the USS Hope. To California for the same thing. The governors, like, oh, we asked for help. Oh, wait. Never mind. We don't want this help. You're giving us too much great help. He ramped up production of medical devices. Operation PPE, Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed for vaccines. Again, we're town talking, uh, you know, we're talking about the problems with the vaccines, but he 
he did what the federal government, which is we're here to back up the people and the states, not to control them. This administration, and you heard it from Biden multiple times, he said it uh, with the first responders clip that I played. I didn't talk about vaccine mandates until July because I tried it other ways and the other ways weren't working. Well, you know what? Then you keep trying it other ways. You don't control people. That's not what America is. America is not. I, I feel like I uh, need my uh, my band with the star David here on my arm. That's a World War II it, joke. Hmm? But, I mean, <laughs> think think about this. In many places, New York, California, if you're vaccinated... You can go into a restaurant without wearing a mask. You can go shopping without wearing a mask. If but you you're have to show your not, you have to show your card every time. You have to have it on you. If you're not vaccinated, you have to have a mask on. What's that mask? That mask is no different than the star. Yeah, it's showing people that you're not vaccinated. That you're the other. Yep. Well, there's there's a restaurant chain out in California being shut down for only takeout only now because they won't check the vaccination yeah in and out burger in and out is which i i i went they they were in oregon uh they weren't great they were they were okay they were good i mean i was i was never a big fan and was like whatever cool great you have great burgers and eh fries but they they stood up to the mandate and said fuck you well they said we're not the vaccine police yeah we put the sign up but we're not going to card people because we're not the vaccine police and there shouldn't be you shouldn't have people standing at the doors of walmart saying show me your card or put on a mask yeah especially when we know that having the vaccine doesn't mean you're not going to get it or spread it yeah so again, this in this time people people need to uh, err on the side of freedom because it's really easy right now to justify controlling somebody else's somebody else, not even just controlling somebody else in the name of safety and fear. You can do anything in the name of safety and fear. Heck, we can say you can't, you can only drive 20 miles an hour and that'll save how many car accidents a year? I mean, you can be in the Jimmy Carter era and you can only get gas on odd days if your license plate ends in an odd number. But Jimmy Carter to, now has has no longer the worst president of the United States. You guys realize this, right? Joe Biden has just beaten Jimmy Carter for shittiest president that has yeah. ever held that office. Joe Pesci said it best. The president is a fucking bum, a paid elected bum. He is there because we allow him to be. The president shouldn't have hardly any power. 
the reason that he can get away is because over so many years, our elected officials in Congress gave him a little bit here, a little bit there, and just kept giving him more and more yep. power because they wanted to outsource their decisions to the executive branch. The executive branch is not supposed to be able to make any type of rules or laws. They're only supposed to be the, like the police of the laws. They're yep. supposed to be the ones that the Congress makes the laws. The executive branch implements how they're made. Yep. So, I mean, I hope you guys understand. If you, if you feel that we're wrong in any way, please tell us. I would love to see how we are wrong and yeah. please cite your, your sources. That would be most helpful. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you really All want right. a good discussion, bring it please. But we'll even let you on the show. Sure. Right? Come on. I have a clip. Well, to end the show, there's a clip uh, that Bill Maher did from his show the other day. It, it really resonated with everything that's going on because this is going to happen the question is how long will it take before it gets there if we let it how many you times go can ahead you poke play the bear hmm? yeah how many times can you poke the bear i, I don't Americans know must answer the question once. posed on twitter last week by representative marjorie taylor, marjorie taylor green should america have a national divorce but her question does represent the thinking of a lot of Americans on both sides. Ben Shapiro floated the idea that our best hope now is a friendly separation of states. 66% of Republicans in the South say they would support secession to join a new confederacy. 41% of Biden voters want to secede. Here's the answer many will not like. If we want to halt this descent into civil war, we have to stop hating each other. And the reason I say that many won't like that answer is because the act of hating people you don't exactly agree with has become so ingrained, so routine for so many people. I think if they stopped, they'd miss it. It's become so normalized now. We don't even notice how often someone online is wishing someone dead. Anyone we disagree with about anything is evil incarnate, and every argument goes from zero to homicide. Doesn't even have to be about anything important or consequential. You insulted Gossip Girl, prepare to die. <laughs> There's a moment in my stand-up act these days where I ask the audience rhetorically, what should happen to all of the people who enabled Trump when he was in office? And about half the time, someone shouts out, kill them or hang them. You know, besides the fact that wishing people dead is a terrible place for your mind to be, if you're wishing them dead, you can be sure they're wishing you dead. You want a real war, liberals? Really? You think you're going to win the I want you dead war? You're not. You're going to lose. They have way more guns and they know how to use them. It's up to all of us, right, left, and center, to fix this by de-escalating. You want to heal America? Shut the fuck up. 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 So, ladies and gentlemen, that 
will conclude our day. So always remember, check us out on firetalkradio.com. Our how to reach us, you can email us at firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Voicemail 814-380-9820. Check us out on Facebook, Fire Talk Radio. Um, send us Carrier Pigeon. Check us out on the stream uh, under our contact page. You can pick whatever works for you between Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, iTunes, Amazon, and more. Um, and again, we got to come up with a plan. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it looks like we're coming into our destination. So, everyone, please buckle up, hold tight, just pray that we can land this on one engine. So, have a good night, all.